Let me share something that I find rather disturbing. The people that we should trust to tell us the truth increasingly lie or withhold fact. This is Truth to Ponder with Bob Bierman. And welcome to the Tuesday edition of Truth to Ponder. And I'm your host, Bob Bierman. I want to spend a little bit of time in this first segment with a handful of news stories. Some of these you may have heard. Many of these I don't think you have. And if you have heard them, maybe to remind you of how deep these stories really are and why they are important, they give you a better understanding of the battle that we're really in. I've been increasingly thinking about those institutions, individuals, organizations, government, people, educational people, the type we should be able to trust in telling us the truth are increasingly lying to us and I think they're doing it either willingly in many cases or they've allowed themselves to become delusionally deceived. I've got a few examples, they're short ones, that I want to share with you. And and I think it's important to understand why I'm sharing these. Institutions that I could trust 50 years ago, I no longer trust today. I inherently have a built-in distrust, and I know that the establishment Establishment media would say, oh, you're buying a conspiracy theory. Really? How do you figure that I'm buying a conspiracy theory? We've been doing this radio program for over 30 months. I think it's like 600 episodes or better that we have done here on Truth to Ponder. We've discussed a number of issues. We've made a number of claims. And guess what? Things we said in the fall of 2020, things we said in the spring of 2021 that were considered fake news, disinformation, false information, out-and-out lies have turned out to be true. And the people accusing us of lying then were liars themselves and still are today most of them thoroughly unrepentant. One of the things that really burns me are people like Francis Collins. Remember Francis Collins? Maybe maybe this will remind you, Francis Collins was the former director of NIH. NIH. Now, if that doesn't ring a bell, There was somebody else in charge of the NIH at the beginning of 2020, and that was Dr. Anthony Fauci. So we have Dr. Collins, former director, and he is deeply entrenched in in much of the same kind of nonsense and disinformation. Francis Collins, former NIH director, has used terms like, you know, being an apostle, Love your neighbor. And he tries to use Christian sentiment to get people to to get vaccinated with the COVID-19 shot. And people like Francis Collins were pushing the lie that if you take the shot, you can't get COVID. If you take the shot, you'll never get COVID. 
It was all a lie, and they knew it when they said it. This is the problem. It's not like they discovered it a year or two later, like we were wrong. No, it was a known entity when the vaccines rolled out that they had no clue if this stuff would even work. And how do we know that to be true? In an under oath hearing in in Europe, the head of Pfizer research came right and right out and said, "We never tested if these vaccines would stop you from getting or spreading COVID. We were working at, and here is what I call the idiotic term, working at the speed of science, so we didn't have time to find out if they worked or not. We just saw spike proteins and figured they might do something good. Now give us your government money to inject everybody. And Pfizer then more than doubles their profit in one year on all that government money. Moderna that never made a dime suddenly makes billions upon billions of dollars in profits. And all these believers in this new technology lied through their teeth or made claims that they knew they had nothing to back them up, including information about where this virus originated. Francis Collins was emailing Dr. Fauci and others trying to perpetuate the lie that this was a naturally occurring coronavirus from an old bat somewhere in a meat market in China. It was a lie then, it's still a lie today, and they knew it was a lie when they said it. Why? Because they all had their filthy, dirty, money-grubbing hands in playing with gain-of-function. Francis Collins should be in prison. Dr. Fauci should be in prison. Dr. Ralph Barrick at the University of North Carolina, Chapel Hill, should be in prison. Those that developed these vaccines and claim they did it after the beginning of the virus coming to America is a bunch of baloney. They have been working on these vaccines for years and never had a success. They took government money to finish their research and rush it to market under emergency use authorization because it would never pass scrutiny compared to another vaccine. And so disgusting, reprehensible individuals like Dr. Francis Collins sitting in front of his big library of books trying to appeal to the sentiment of Bible-believing Christians who, by the way, really do believe in truth. We don't like to buy into lies and we don't like being lied to by the likes of you, Francis Collins, when you misquote scripture. Trying to say that, you know, you kind of imply that Jesus would want you to get the vaccine. Listen to some of the things that Francis Collins has said about getting vaccinated and trying to tie it into scripture and he does it in such a horrifically bad way. I would have thought that evangelical Christians, Christians in general, Catholics, would be on the forefront 
at a time like this, where truth is under attack, saying, oh, no, that's not the God that we serve. We know what Jesus said in John chapter 8, verse 32. You will know the truth, and the truth will, what? Set you free? Are we being set free now by all of the distortions, all the ways in which these kinds of lies, conspiracies, have shifted into the foreground, and the truth is kind of left to stage. I think people of faith may be trying to find where's a credible place to look to get those answers. Just one place I would say. Now, honestly, I have no idea if Francis Collins, Dr. Francis Collins, if he's a believer, if he's a Christian, or just using Christian terms in his endless crusade to get everybody to take this experimental jab into their arm. And I don't know why it's such a, a big deal to Francis Collins to this day that everybody must participate in this experiment. Especially after almost two years now, we've learned a lot. We learn they lied to us when they said, if you take this shot, you will not get COVID. That's what they said. You will not get COVID. Well, they lied. At first, it was an occasional, oh, it must be a breakthrough case. These are just breakthrough cases, super rare, doesn't happen. And then it became increasingly clear that was not the case. Okay, so they're not breakthrough. I, I guess the, the vaccine doesn't stop you from getting COVID, but it, it, it'll minimize spreading. Didn't take that many months to figure out that wasn't true either. First lie, then a second lie. Then they come up with another one. Well, if you take the shot, you won't die. It'll minimize hospitalizations and death. Guess what? That may have been true for a very, very short period of time back in 2021. But the numbers coming out of any nation willing to share the numbers of hospitalizations and deaths, who is vaccinated, fully vaccinated and boosted, it doesn't take long to figure out that even that was a lie. And then they try to minimize the side effects, which in some cases include death. But no, Francis Collins feels that he's failed in his mission to convince evangelicals to do what Jesus would do. You know, would Jesus take the shot? Of course he would take the shot. Francis Collins tells you so. Naively, I thought all we had to do was figure out the scientific truth, tell people about it. It would be embraced and people would do the things that the truth would tell you to do. But obviously, we failed. 50 million people in the United States are still unvaccinated. No, Dr. Collins. 50 million people didn't fall for your lies. I'm going to come right out and say it. Doctor, you are a liar. You are a filthy, disgusting, reprobate, government-paid liar. I don't know why you believe that everybody needs to participate in this experiment. You lied about the vaccine's efficacy. You lied about its safety. 
and you act puzzled and confused but we don't know why we have all these excessive deaths in people of working ages and it's not the coronavirus it must be something else but it can never be the vaccine you lie to us about the about the virus origin when you fully well knew where it came from. You and Fauci were exchanging emails trying to find a way to bury this and to promote the natural origin story in China. Why? Because you knew that millions upon millions of dollars from the NIH and other government agencies had been invested for years, sometimes, I really believe, illegally into developing a bioweapon out of a coronavirus. You lied to the American people, then you're playing upon Christian sentiment to do like Jesus to do. The truth will set you free. No, the truth is going to put you in prison if it ever gets out. You and your little buddy, Anthony Fraud Fauci lied to the American people consistently, regularly, over and over again, and knowingly. And for the love of God, I want to know why. I want to know why you lie. Why do you believe this? Are you satanically possessed and believe lies that are now proven to be true? You claimed the vaccine would keep you from ever getting COVID. Get in line. Get your first shot. Come back in a couple of weeks. Get your second shot. And you'll never get COVID. You'll never spread COVID. And the pandemic will come to a crashing end in 2021. You even lied about the number of people you needed to get herd immunity. You went to school to learn how to be a physician, to learn the medical trade. And some of the stuff you tried to get us to believe contradict everything you learned in medical school. You sold your morals, you sold your soul. And I want to know why. I want to know why. We know Dr. Fraud Fauci Jesuit trained and a medical doctor with a Napoleon complex. He finds lying a lot more comfortable than telling the truth. He gets in front of the United States Senate and lies and lies and lies and then calls people morons and curses. Reprobates tend to do that. And I'm sure the only reason he retired from government is so he can now, when he gets called back again to testify, now he can plead the Fifth Amendment, which he couldn't as a government employee. He had to simply answer the question. So that's why he retired. Do you think he wanted to leave the center stage and all that power? And how many millions did Dr. Fauci make profiting during the pandemic? I want, I want that answer too. This group did things clandestinely for years, and I think also in cooperation with the Department of Defense. It's becoming obvious that there was more than just the Wuhan lab involved. Why did the Department of Defense of the United States of America have 23 financed biolabs in Ukraine. 
They finally admitted it. At first, they denied it, but yeah, yeah, we had biolabs, but it was all peaceful purposes. You know, we want to... We wanted to work on, you know, vaccines and things uh, to, to solve, you know, male pattern baldness or whatever. The Department of Defense? Come on. Yeah, I keep secret documents next to my car in the garage. Why should I buy a safe? This is the kind of stuff we're, being, we're told to believe and the mainstream media laps it up like a bunch of idiots because that's what they are. Mindless, brainless, worthless idiots getting up there with their talking bubbleheads, giving you a bunch of garbage and nonsense. And they want you to believe that every president, you know, keeps documents in a cardboard box next to their, their Corvette in an unlocked garage because it's safe. No one's going to get in. So people like Francis Collins, people like Dr. Walensky at the at the CDC, that's another organization that needs the entire top stripped off and fired. They spend more time playing leftist politics than they do worrying about actual health and diseases. Their charter from like 60, 70 years ago. They have, they're bloated, they're overgrown, and they are blue left-wing political activists. Honestly, I think it's time to shut it down. Just get rid of it. Just get rid of it. Fire Walensky. She's lied over and over and over again. She has been a complete, total liar. And then I can remember the FDA. Remember, they're financed by big agriculture and big pharma the food and death administration i should call them the famine and death administration because that's what they're heading us toward and their phony baloney dog and pony show where they did a bait and switch back in august of 2021 remember we have an approved COVID-19 vaccine, FDA safety approved. Line up and get yours today. And we told you on this radio program in a matter of days, something didn't smell right. And the more we kept digging, Fox News had already moved on. Newsmax, they moved on. They're taking the they're taking government money to promote the vaccine. So they're not going to bite the hand that feeds them because, see, truth is for sale at Fox. Truth is for sale at Newsmax. Truth is for sale at any place where you have these mega million dollar talking heads on television and podcast. Truth can be for sale. The only thing they believe in is the Benjamins. And they talk a good game to get Christians to be deceived and get on board. That's just the nature of what it is. The lie about the vaccine. I can remember people. I can remember being in a, I can't remember that which store it was. It was one of they, a store that had a pharmacy and people were lining up. And I can remember this one dear saint of God, little old lady, with her face diaper on, and even a face shield, going, I'm finally going to get the vaccine because it is now FDA approved. 
if she had bothered to look at the paperwork, she'd realize she was not getting an FDA-approved vaccine. BioNTech, these, the, the partner with Pfizer on an mRNA vaccine, had developed a similar vaccine called uh, Comirnaty. Problem was, they had no intention of manufacturing it. They just were, they just wanted it approved, and they're not going to make it because they had another letter that was hidden from the press that took me weeks to find, and nobody at Fox News or Newsmax, nobody bothered to look for that one letter that's referred to in all the documentation that was available for every person in the press, whether it be MSNBC, CNN, ABC, NBC, doesn't, didn't matter. New York Times, Washington Post, Chicago Tribune, didn't matter. Everybody had access, but nobody bothered to look for that other letter. I did. And what did that letter say? You may continue distributing the emergency use authorized vaccine as long as the emergency is still in place. You don't have to distribute your new vaccine. You can continue to use the vaccine that makes sure that you can never be sued. See, if somebody starts getting Comirnaty and they have an adverse effect, you can sue the manufacturer. But as long as you're taking the one that isn't Comirnaty, you've signed away 100% of your rights. It was a dog and pony show, and it was fraudulent. They did a phony press conference to have all of the TV stations say, Pfizer has an approved vaccine. And everybody that doesn't dig deep would believe that if they run down to Walmart or CVS or Walgreens or wherever you want to go and you roll your sleeve up, you're getting an FDA-approved safe and effective vaccine when you were not. And of course, shortly thereafter, there was another dog and pony show for Spike Fax, Moderna's version, another one you still can't get. It wasn't that many weeks ago. Well, let's go back to let's go back to September to show you how the president of the United States is probably a pathological and professional liar. He has been all his life, don't you know? He was top in his class. <laughs> he he did all these great things. He was in the top 10%. He was actually in the bottom 20%. A pathological liar, a pathological liar. Let me get the words out. Since the day he was sworn into the United States Senate 50 years ago, Joe Biden, total liar, total fraud, total fake with hair plugs, trying to be something that he's not. There's a lot of other things I could say, but I'm not going to add that have been pretty well substantiated about him. But he had learned after all those years in the Senate, up until 2008, when he became the running mate 
to balance the ticket. You know, young black guy balanced by an old white dude. That ought to make a nice balanced ticket in 2008. You know, grandpa overseeing things. The man's a fake and a fraud. And so is Obama. He was a fake and a fraud too. He was a made-up Manchurian candidate. And Joe Biden had already mastered the art of selling influence and making lots of money. There was already, as far as I'm concerned, a criminal family enterprise well in place for many, many years. And it went into hyperdrive the day that he was sworn in in January of 2009 as the vice president. And the family assets become worth mega millions. Now, in the next half of the program, if I don't get to it in the first half, I have a couple little short stories on that. But there we we look at Joe Biden, the liar, pushing the vaccines, telling you that if you take it, you'll never get COVID. He lied. Everybody that knew anything about the vaccine and the testing knew that was a lie from the, from the get-go. They did not know anything about, number one, was it really safe? Was it really effective? And what are the long-term effects? Because nobody could answer that question for me back in 2021. I declined to be vaccinated and still do. And the years, these two years have gone by. And I'm realizing I made the right decision because these reprobates have lied every step of the way and people are now dead. They lied about how to treat the virus. People are now dead. Dr. Wen, well, I can't think of her first name. You know, big voice on CNN and MSNBC. Everybody must get vaccinated. Everybody must be isolated. Everybody must wear face diapers. She was one of those, lock it down forever. And and lock up those that don't want to be vaccinated. Finally admitted, we way overcounted the number of people that died. We said that back in 2020, the numbers were not adding up. And we were accused, this program and myself, of spreading disinformation when I would challenge some of those that they claim died because of COVID. You're lying. It's misinformation. You must be deplatformed, demonetized. The liars have stolen money. The liars have destroyed careers, families, businesses. And not one yet has been held accountable, including Francis Collins, including Dr. Fauci, including Dr. Ralph Barrick, including Ralph Daszak, EcoHealth Alliance, all those that conspired to create this monstrous, deadly virus and those that were already in the wings for years to develop a so-called vaccine. All fakes and frauds. And Francis Collins wants me to believe that Jesus would have me take this vaccine. Disgusting. Now, let me give you one more little example of how people lie. There's a lie that's called the sin of omission. 
You know, I don't always agree with Jesse Jackson, but many, 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 many years ago, before he became so overtly political, you know, back in the days when he hung around Greenville, South Carolina, not Chicago, and used to play poker with the boys for money. I've met people that used to play poker with him back in the day. He was a gambler. But he once said something that is actually true. A half-truth is a whole lie. And on that, I will agree with him. A half-truth is a whole lie. Kamala Harris, another one of those phony, fake Catholics like, like Joe Biden... By the way, Joe, if you die tomorrow, that little plastic rosary in your pocket's not going to save you and the, all the gallons of holy water they can throw on your decaying body will not spring your, your soul out of hell. You and your pro-death policies, thievery policies. You know, Joe Biden, you are like the mafia guy that kills people all week puts women out in prostitution, runs gambling rings, and then they go to confession on Saturday and get some communion on Sunday, and somehow they're going to go to heaven if they die because they've confessed their sins and they've had, quote, the sacraments. They've taken it all unto their own damnation, just like you and Kamala. Kamala Harris, over this past weekend was in Tallahassee, Florida, which is the state capital of the state of Florida, talking to a pro-abortion group. And she made some fascinating claims that, that that need to be put in context. She made this, I'm going to just play a couple of, about a minute or so of her speech to this group in Tallahassee, And in this, I want you to listen carefully. She begins to quote something from the Declaration of Independence. And if you have ever heard or ever read or ever memorized the preamble, you're going to find there's something missing. Listen carefully. We collectively believe and know America is a promise. America is a promise. It is a promise of freedom and liberty. Not for some, but for all. A promise we made in the Declaration of Independence. That we are each endowed with the right to liberty and the pursuit of happiness. Be clear, these rights were not bestowed upon us. They belong to us as Americans. And it is that freedom and liberty that enabled generations of Americans to chart their own course and decide their own future with, yes, ambition and aspiration. Therein lies the strength of our nation. 
And since our founding, we have then been on a march forward to fully realize our promise to complete the unfinished work to secure freedom and liberty for all. Now, I'm sure most of you that live in the United States that are familiar with the Declaration of Independence, notice she left out an important word. Life. L-I-F-E. Life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. She said the Declaration only gave us liberty and the pursuit of happiness. And the pursuit of happiness, of course, means we have to abort the child that may make us unhappy. We need to sacrifice it for our happiness. You know, Moloch, the pagan god, promised that to his followers. And by the way, Moloch is nothing more than a demonic entity posing as a god that demanded infant sacrifice. And if you sacrificed that firstborn infant, you would have happiness and prosperity. All the good stuff. Just kill the child. Burn it alive. Painfully. And your life will be better. And so Kamala decides we... These self-evident truths, as it says in the Declaration, include everything. See, the Declaration reads as follows. We hold these truths to be self-evident that all men are created equal, that they are endowed by their creator, not their government. Not their government. You'd hear it today from Kamala Harris and Joe Biden and all of those clowns that rights come from government. No, they come from an almighty God. And these are on these rights can never be taken away by government. Or if they do, the governments are illegitimate. And among these are life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. She dropped the word life because we know life begins at conception. And the rights of those alive should be extended in the Constitution to those that are in the womb. And so Harris goes, be clear, these rights were not bestowed upon us. They belong to us as Americans. They belong to us not because we're Americans. They belong to us because they were given to us by an almighty God that you, Kamala Harris, has spit in his face and cursed him and defied him and refused to believe in what is true. And she calls abortion and all of this the strength of our nation. No, it's going to be the damning and destruction of our nation. I wanted to clear the air in this first segment on these particular topics. It's not our personal ambitions. It's not our whims and desires that drive us, that make us Americans. All the rights that we have come from God, but it also demands obedience unto our Creator. Something that this government today has rejected. 
the creator. They've rejected his word and they misuse phrases like Francis Collins did to lie to us. And they'll be held accountable, not by me, not by you, probably not by some court of law. I hope they are for the lies. All of us will have an accounting on that day. Now, do you believe in the mission and ministry of Truth to Ponder? Two things. Number one, I need to know how you are listening. If you have access to email, and I promise you, I am not collecting email addresses. I don't do that. I don't collect any of that stuff. I know a lot of ministries, a lot of organizations and nonprofits do. So they, the second you write them, the second you send them anything, email or by U.S. mail, you forever will find stuff in your inbox. I don't do that. I'll leave it between you and God how to support this ministry. It makes it harder. It really does. Oh, I'm sure. I mean, everybody's told me there's better ways to market your program, Bob. You know, you need to have MailChimp or some other organization, Constant Contact, and collect those email addresses. You know, send something out every couple of days telling telling them you'll be off the air for good if you don't. No, I'm, I can't do it. I won't do it. I've thought about doing a newsletter. I still may do that. But I think there's some other things more important that need to be done. I'll be talking about that in the next segment extensively, along with one story that I think you need to hear. We need to put something else in perspective that's not popular to do. But let me know how you listen. My personal email address, and nobody but me reads it is Bob at Truth, the number two, ponder.com. Bob at Truth, the number two, ponder.com. Let me know if you're listening on shortwave, as a podcast, wherever. It would mean the world to me. I want to figure how to grow this ministry. I really need to grow this ministry. I think there's a lot that needs to be shared. There's another aspect of this ministry that needs to be birthed very soon. You can also use our mailing. By the way, if you want to support us, you can also go to our website, truth2ponder.com. If you find giving online is easier, we have Give, Send, Go, a Christian crowdsource funding organization. You can use them. They've been excellent. And I know for some that that's a help. And yeah, you're giving a little bit to them, but then again, you're keeping their mission intact and going. I don't trust... Go, go fund me. I don't trust PayPal. They'll turn on you for left. They're leftist, so I don't touch them. The other way is to write me a letter. Let me know how you listen. And if you can tuck a check in made out to Ancient Word Radio, large or small, every bit is appreciated more than you will ever know. And the mailing address is Post Office Box 510, P.O. Box 510. The city is Chilhowee, C-H-I-L-H-O-W-I-E, Chilhowee, Virginia. And the zip code is 24319. That's 24319. 
Post Office Box 510, Chilhowie, C-H-I-L-H-O-W-I-E, Chilhowie, Virginia, zip code 24319. This is Truth to Ponder with Bob Bierman. The Hunter's Temptation coming up. Shalom Alechem. This is the nice Jewish boy, Jonathan Kahn. Your Jewish connection bringing you the riches of your Jewish roots in Jesus. Now get your pen out as fast as you can so you don't miss out on receiving a special free gift you're going to get and love in a moment. Well, now, let's look at strategy. How do hunters hunt? Well, one way is to use bait or the pleasure principle. For fish, they use worms or flies, or which is food, which for a, or a fish, it's a gourmet dinner. Or the other temptation is basically sex. The hunter blows a horn, imitates a mating call and the, a duck call. But but for the male duck, you know, he's looking for a good time. And, and the more the animal's looking for a good time or a thrill, the more it gets caught and trapped, the more its goose is cooked. Now, that's not just true for animals and hunters of animals. It's true for the enemy, who is a hunter of your soul. He uses the same thing, the pleasure principle to trap you. He'll use your tendency, our tendency, to go after pleasure and to avoid pain to get us away from God, to get us into temptation and out of God's will, into sin, into darkness, to avoid the light. You see, it doesn't matter what it is. He'll, whether you have a hard time with other believers, that's, that's the pleasure pain principle. He wants you to get away from fellowship and he'll offer you something. So to overcome him, you have to stop living by pleasure and stop avoiding what's not pleasurable. Seek for God and his righteousness. It means you're going to turn down the pleasures of sin and embrace the hardness of the cross because when the enemy's bait goes out, has nothing to connect it to, then he can't touch you. The enemy's worms, the enemy's horn will not lure you. You'll stay free. Reject the pleasure principle for the God principle and the righteousness principle. Do what's right, forget about pain or pleasure, and you'll end a victorious believer and not a dead duck. Want more? Ask for the pleasure principle on CD. Now, how'd you like to have a great spiritual boost for your walk? We got the answer. A free subscription to Sapphire's warning, used as directed, can revolutionize your walk for victory. And the incredible Mystery of the Temple Doors on CD, all free. You'll love it. How do you get all this? Easy. Just remember Jesus' real Hebrew name, Yeshua, and you dial it. That's it. For your free gifts, just call 1-800-YESHUA-1. You will be blessed. That's 1-800-YESHUA-1. I invite you to minister with me in two of the most exciting ministries to beam the word of life around the earth by shortwave radio to every tribe and tongue, to Israel, to the Jewish people who gave us the gospel. Just call 1-800-YESHUA-1 to touch the world. That's Y-E-S-H-U-A-1. Or write, you can write me direct. Just write to the Nice Jewish Boy, Box 1111, Lodi, New Jersey, 07644. It's the Nice Jewish Boy. It's Box 1111, Lodi, L-O-D-I, New Jersey, 07644. Well, till next time, this is Jonathan Kahn saying, Seek after him, my friend. Peace be to you in Messiah, Haderach, the way. is Truth to Ponder with Bob Bierman. And I welcome you back to part two of the Tuesday edition of Truth to Ponder. And I'm your host, Bob Bierman. I've got a couple of stories that I want to share with you. Then also something that is really on my heart and my mind. And I need your prayers. I need your thoughts. I need your input. I need your ideas. 
more today than I've ever needed them before. Now, it's been fascinating in doing this program and kind of mentioned it a little bit in the prior segment. We've covered a lot of stories on this program that much of the media has for years ignored. Or if they did cover it, they didn't cover it very extensively. Now, I'm rather surprised, but not really, that in recent days, a few of the mainstream media happened to, uh, shall we say, caught on to an organization suddenly called the World Economic Forum and their great meeting in Davos, Switzerland. Now, I will be very upfront and tell you that what has been said on Fox is just barely scratching the surface. What has been said on Newsmax and many other places, same thing, just kind of scratching the surface. All the And they've been primarily talking about the, the two-faced global elites like the John Carries and all the others flying around in their private jets so they could all get together to talk about climate change and carbon footprints that must be minimized or eliminated. We shared some of that last week on the program. You know, John Kerry, the narcissist, talking about, I don't know what touched me to be among this almost extraterrestrial group of, of individuals here to discuss saving the planet. We know what touched you. It was Teresa Hines' money. <laughs> you became a multimillionaire by getting married. That's what touched you. You want to eat caviar and fly in a private jet and go to Martha's Vineyard and have a sailboat and a yacht that you can hide somewhere else to try to avoid taxes. You know, no, it's funny. John Kerry never saw a tax increase he wouldn't vote for. But man, he did his best to hide his yacht from Massachusetts taxation. He's a liar. He's a fraud. He's a fool. A phony Catholic believes in abortion. Deceived as deceived can be. And there he is at the World Economic Forum, along with a bunch of other phonies like J.B. Prickster, the fat, foolish, fraudulent governor of Illinois, and he wants to be your president. I could say things, but I'd rather not. And then there was, by the way, I saw a story. Joe Manchin suddenly turning on Joe Biden. And, and I love this story. And once again, it comes out of one of these, one of the problems that I have increasingly I am getting disgusted with a lot of this so-called mega-million-dollar conservative media. They say certain things just to get you angry, mad, and click in the, you know, just click and click and click on their websites and, and all. Full of advertising. Full of garbage advertising. You know, it's these fraudulent, phony, conservative websites and I, I, I that, that all of a sudden there's ads popping up because you know that they're milking through your phone and your computer to find out where you've been on the Internet 
and then they try to target advertising, and then they want you to subscribe. I'm getting sick and tired of of kowtowing to mega million dollar authors and, and talking heads that only give you half the story because they know if they give you the whole story, their careers are over. But I saw this story. For the first year of the Joe Biden term, a moderate Democrat kept chaos at bay for the most part. And he's for the Honorable West Virginia Senator Joe Manchin, who refused to back the Democrats' worst ideas. Now, when we finally got to the to the Inflation Reduction Act, which was a climate change fraudulent bill, he went on board with it after selling out, thinking he was going to get gas permits for his state, which the Senate didn't do. But where was Joe Manchin last week? Was he in the United States Senate? Of course not. He was in Davos, Switzerland, at the World Economic Forum, along with J.B. Prickster and a few others. And there was somebody else at the World Economic Forum. Governor Brian Kemp, Republican rhino from the state of Georgia. I've been warning you about him for two years, but nobody listens. He and his little Secretary of States are phony, fraudulent conservatives. They're globalists. Understand, Brian Kemp is always spending a lot of time sucking up to China. Why? He wants to be a millionaire, a mega millionaire. And he wants to open the door to Atlanta, to China. Period. You know, so Manchin has already sold us out. So, I mean, but just so you know, he was in Davos. But what really happened? And I just want to share a couple of things quickly about my feelings about the World Economic Forum. And probably one of the reasons that some of the conservative media felt for the first time, you know, the mega million dollar bubble, talking heads, Sean Hannity types and everybody else, it was safe to do. Because see, the World Economic Forum overplayed their hand for the past few years. And I said a couple of years ago, they're going to overplay it. People might even catch on. And there were some people that didn't bother to show up this year. So their attendance was down, even though they didn't have to worry about the pandemic. And so all this climate change that we have to abide by, but they never do. Yeah, 1,040 private jets. We talked about that. High profile attendees like George Soros, didn't show up. Schwab gave the opening remarks, but he didn't hang around this much this year at his own conference. But here's something that they did. Here's something that some reporters found out. The demand for prostitutes and escorts in the area where the conference was taking place increased dramatically. And the WEF, the World Economic Forum, the WEF, has moved their language from Great Reset to some new ambiguous new system. 
And the big problem this year was to come up with a better narrative to persuade people. Now, I want you to understand that. They overplayed their hand. Great reset now is a trigger term for a lot of people. A sufficient number to derail their plans. And then you have people like George Soros. It's always there. You know, even our favorite nerd and vaccine pusher, Bill Gates, didn't attend. Now, the fact checkers are always there to say, oh, he didn't pull out you know, the event. He, he had other plans going on. Yeah, right. Not like they didn't know about it. In the past, people like Emmanuel Macron, president of France, they've always been there. It, it, and it's really easy to get there. They can be there in, in 45 minutes. Some of the elites didn't show up this year because the Great Reset was pushed so hard and so fierce that they're getting something that they've never had before, a bit of backlash. Now, the prime minister of Pakistan, I think, summed it up rather well. Uh, What we would like to see is obviously a return uh, to a more institutional, uh, normative functioning internationally as well as uh, domestically so we, should, so we could work together to solve issues. Uh, here at WEF, I believe we're discussing, um, there's a lot of discussion about what the, the new world order will be or how, even in the context of, uh, of our, our new Helsinki, uh, how do we f- work towards that new normative international order that allows us to address our differences and disputes as the civilized world uh, and I believe perhaps we are at the moment in such a hyper partisan hyper polarized time that we're not going to be able to form uh, that new Helsinki uh, today but I hope going forward we are able to do I mean we must we must form uh, and improve our normative and international institutional order internationally so, so that we can address these complaints and he says it so easily so glibly, so naturally, well, we're not going to get what we want today, but we're going to get it. We just have to have a better narrative. We just need to do a better job of, of, of making our case, which means deceiving people with what our real intent is. Oh, yes, they use terms like equitable and fair, sustainable, green, Renewable. It all sounds good, but it's all designed to put you into bondage. I mean, look at California. They want to get rid of gas stoves even before the federal government wants to get rid of natural gas. They want you in electric cars by 2035. There's no way that the electric grid can be built fast enough to accommodate the need. It guarantees limited travel, limited everything. They must get the people under control. And that's the narrative. And they overplayed their hand. So those in charge decided to, you know, knock them down a peg for a brief time. Give them time to rethink and and reorganize. Davos, Switzerland. 
Switzerland is a destination hub for sex trafficking, including underage girls. You know, it's even legal for six. It's you can legally as 16 as a 16 year old girl or boy be a prostitute in Switzerland and they go to Davos. Where they're going to try to build their better narrative. And fool or try to fool everybody. So the mainstream media got a little chance to point out some of the funny weirdness from some of the people that were there, like the John Carries. They're they're easy. Look, they're low hanging fruit. They're easy targets. They're meaningless. It's the Yuval Noah Hararis you got to worry about that very seldom gets spoken about by the mainstream, occasionally a little bit. It is a godless organization that has plans to eliminate population and become the foundation of a world government. That's all that it is. And somehow we miss it. This radio program is something that I've been doing now for 30 months. And today, I just wanted to give you some news and information. But there are times that I'd rather be giving you some hope and things you can actually build your life upon. Bad news is not one of them. Truly, it isn't. Scripture is something that needs to be shared more. Biblical truth and knowledge is something I need to spend more of my time. I am praying of a way to grow this program where I can spend less time being the newsman. Maybe somebody else can write the stories, maybe even read some of the stories. But I need to be spending my time getting you deeper into God's Word. Hopefully in a week or so, I'll be revealing a little project I've got that will become a part of this ministry. And I'm praying about others that I'm trying to include. We, we can't be just the voice of bad news. I need to be the voice of, yeah, here's the bad news, but here's the real good news that offsets the bad news. Now, once again, if you believe in this ministry, would you consider going to the website to support us? Truth, the number two ponder.com. Or you can make a check payable to Ancient Word Radio. Ancient Word Radio. Mailing address is Post Office Box 510, P.O. Box 510. The city is Chilhowee, C-H-I-L-H-O-W-I-E, Chilhowee, Virginia. And the zip code is 24319. Once again, Post Office Box 510, Chilhowee, Virginia, 24319. This has been Truth to Ponder with Bob Bierman. To find out more... Visit our website, Truth, the number two, and the word ponder.com. That's Truth, the number two, ponder.com. Truth to Ponder, shining the light of truth in a darkening world.